सब जागवास इट्स टाइम टू रोल दिस इज द जागवार पॉडकास्ट सीजन टू प्रेजेंटेड टू यू बाय द मीडिया क्लब आई एम योर होस्ट उत्कर्ष कुमार ऑफ द बीबीए 19 मार्केटिंग बैच एंड विद मी इज माय कोहोस्ट Hi guys, Macy over here and in honor of March being Women's History Month, we have two wonderful guests here today, Tanisha and Prashantika. Please take the time to introduce yourself. Hello everyone. So I'm Tanisha Bajaj and I will be representing Gola Pride which is a UN foundation and movement to help girls and women rights. And over to you Prashantika. Hello everyone.
I remember I had started walking around and it was like chill at first until like I started to notice like this one person and I was like okay I don't want to assume right that this person's following me because it's a residential area like we don't know maybe like that person just lives around there but then that was essentially the point where I had realized that I was like okay this is a different place like I've done this in Singapore I've done it multiple times and it was completely fine I've even like walked beside people at night and it didn't feel this way so it's like like Tanisha said I don't know if it's my thinking like I've just been told multiple times that oh like Australia's a different place and you're a girl or is it actually like the situation but I actually wanted to ask you guys like because you know as we've grown up I've noticed that like it's kind of interesting how we raise our girls in the sense that like you know like when certain things happen to us girls like let's say we get catcalled or something it's like there's this certain level of eventuality in your head as a girl do you guys agree like in a sense of like you're like oh that was bound to happen but yeah. if you think about it that's so messed up yeah like we have i think become accustomed to accept things which are really not okay like for example somebody hits on you at a bar or maybe you know gropes you in a wrong way and then you blame it on stuff like okay it's a crowded place so it's mm. bound to happen and you just accept it and think that okay i'm a girl so maybe i will be subjected to stuff like this but when you think about it it is i totally agree it's weird because it's like if you if we look at it in the sense of like you get stolen from let's say like that specifically you never really go like oh it's because you had your wallet out mm-hmm. you know like it's yeah. that's never the the intrinsic reaction but for some reason when it's like a girl gets catcalled like for example you know like when a girl gets catcalled or or like let's say like someone comes up to talk to us there's suddenly like a different tone to it it's kind of like oh you put yourself there and you know it it begs the question like how does someone cho- like choose to put themselves there like you don't you know i agree i was about to say the same thing about the wallet the stealing your wallet example i think this kind of victim blaming victim shaming mentality is that Oh you got cat call that's bound to happen because you cleavage was showing. So it you know like you know this is this is the problem we never blame the person who's cat calling we blame the person who's been cat called. Yeah. I think that is the main problem that has to be addressed. So like, when we talk about how we raise our girls uh while you know I read this somewhere that we're preparing our girls to be strong and independent but are we preparing the boys to to deal with women who are strong and independent and I think a lot of guys mm-hmm. are not able to adjust to that I think parents need to focus on raising their boys as much as they raise their girls exactly like there's also that thing right where it's like as we were growing up there's this weird thing about i don't know i experienced this with some of my relatives but it's like it's like we're held to a different standard there are more mistakes we can make essentially just because we are girls like there are so like for example like there are correct and wrong ways of sitting yeah and it's kind of like i mean it's sitting yeah. you know like, go wrong with like i want to relax like why is there such a thing and it's like it's kind of interesting because i think us specifically like our like girls our age it's weird because we were raised in that very patriarchal sense of like our dads and our parents were still like oh you need to dress a certain way and act Be a certain like a way 
Yeah, that. But then in the same time, we had grown up in an age where it's like, when we were teens, suddenly there's a change, right? Yeah, we want to be rebels, mm-hmm. but still our parents expect us to act like ladies. And I don't even get what it means. Who is a lady? Like, how do you define that as? Exactly. But then, like, that thing also, like, starts to trickle more into not just feminism, but the whole concept of gender roles. Gender control. Right? Because it's like, I mean, to just, like, a thing there, it's we, f- we define masculinity as something too and like guys themselves also get a certain level of backlash yeah. when it comes to like I think you guys have had like you have had like recently right like right like you have just yeah so ever since I've been young myself uh, I've been kind of feminine uh, not exactly like the most huge extreme of masculinity yes but yeah like, I've lo- loved to cook. When I was young, I used to have Barbies. And, uh, you know, I, I'm i not the most, you know, masculine behaving person in the world. Like, as most people nearly can testify. And that's something that was looked down upon. But I don't really know why. Because it doesn't really affect uh, anything else in my life. I still, I still get the same grades, same success in life. No matter how uh, I talk or behave i don't have the most masculine voice in the world but then what does that really matter you know so it is a thing amongst the spectrum of masculinity and femininity and we need to realize that it's not two different things it's a spectrum where we need to realize that people can be wherever they want you can have the most uh, like feminine man and the most masculine woman and you need to just realize that it's not about how they portray themselves it's about what it's just about what they contribute to the conversation around you that's all that should matter it shouldn't really matter if there's a if there is a woman who has fully covered herself or is like wearing something that uh, is a little more revealing all that should matter is like you know what uh, the woman is like contributing to the current conversation of the situation they are in and it should be the same for uh, men as well in like if I want to be someone who wants to cook, wants to play with Barbie dolls, what does that really matter to any situation? You know, like, if I really uh, want to play with them, let me, let me uh, all that will matter in the end is how much I actually contribute to society when I later grow up, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I have to agree with you, Utkarsh. Like, mm-hmm. I think that people only accept people when they can you know put them in a box no. or they can you know they can label categorize yeah they can categorize them that i think like most people but i think that obviously that is changing with our generation hopefully but with our parents generation or the generation before, before them yeah. they want to categorize people and they can only understand people fit into a certain category like you know that movie divergent mm. like if you don't fit into one uh, of, sector of five factions five factions then maybe you're different and then they're scared maybe they're scared of people like that mm. and like now we should really like realize that people can be whoever they want to be and like even if you are a female you can be masculine as Utkarsh was saying like I don't like this concept of femininity and masculinity like mm. I don't like how they define it I think the issue with a lot of like society, lot of I believe conservative slash uh, like uh, the old society is they think of 
masculinity and femininity only in the terms of sex and not in the terms of gender. Mm. We need to realize as a society that are different. Yeah. Yes, sex is important, but gender is just as important. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, oh, there was something that I wanted to bring up, where essentially, like, when you look at, like, portrayal in media, right, of successful women, the funny thing that I've noticed is that, like, they always seem to have to embody, quote-unquote, more masculine, masculine traits. Yeah. And that is something that I've found, like, because I, I personally love the movie Legally Blonde. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I mean, there's, a, there's like, so many things to uncover under it, but the one wonderful thing about it is that she specifically excelled in a masculine, like, dominant field, mm-hmm. but she didn't give up her femininity, you yeah. know? And, like, the thing is, it's weird to me in the sense that, like, as we're moving forward, we're under this weird con- concept of we are progressing, but at the same time, you have to ask, like, are we actually, or are we progressing only to an extent that we're comfortable in? And accepted in the society. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Like, I think that women today, look, I don't want to generalize, like, some people today, some people today, mm-hmm. so, like, they might, like, encourage women who are going, uh, you know, they are being entrepreneurs and... So, yeah, they are being successful in their careers. But at the same time, why are you looking down on the women who do not want to choose a particular field as well? Like, you know, people our age, mm-hmm. they may be looking down on housewives and saying that they don't contribute anything to the society, but they do contribute a lot to the society. So, like, you cannot look down on people who don't want to choose a particular field just because you want to do that and you want to empower women. I think the paradox as of right now is the fact that we are under the impression that we're giving our girls and us as women more choices when in reality we're just judging women for their choices differently now compared to before. Like before, you used to get judged for wanting to work and wanting to learn and go to school and all these things. And now it's like we're still getting attacked, let's say, if I like one of the three of us were like, no, actually, I just want to be a housewife. Yeah. You know, like, it's just, I feel like we've just remodeled the judgment. But the real question is, why is there still judgment, judgment there? I think I um, agree with what you all said. Uh, however, like, there's a thing about this, the thing of homemaker or uh, being a homemaker is that, you know, it's not uh, by coincidence that more women choose to be homemakers than men. What I feel is, even in the recent times, I think more all women post COVID have during COVID have dropped out of the labor force and have chosen to stay at home. Mm-hmm. What we see on paper as chosen is not really a choice. Mm-hmm. I can talk about where I come from in India, where most people have joined families. Like what, what I can imagine, what I, I've also seen is that a lot of women um, who are working are first of all never really encouraged by their in-laws or their husbands also to work. They have to fight just to work and for the and to earn their own identity. And what happens is after a point, they just give up. And they're like, oh, I chose to be a housewife. But the thing is, did you really choose to be a housewife? Or were you pressured? Yeah, 
so the thing of homemaking is what I agree is that a lot of women, a lot of people would want to choose to. But the thing is, we don't have the same upbringing for boys and girls. So the conditioning is different. We don't have the same, not the same level. So, so the it's not really, how is it a choice? I think it could be for some people who are privileged and evolved. For a lot of women who choose to be homemakers because, you know, they don't have, they've either been forced to. Or, you know, uh, a lot of companies don't accept women because of the maternity leave policy. So they have to choose to, after baby, they can't work. And a lot of, you know, husbands don't want their wives to work after having it. How how does the husband decide whether the wife works or not? Work in the sense, you know, participate in the labor force. You're still working, but you're not being recognized or acknowledged or paid for it. Being a homemaker. So, I think everyone should be a homemaker. These are basic skills everyone Mm. should have. Yeah, like like a counseling that we've been looking
the the term working mother working wives how often do you hear the word working father or working husband yeah. the thing about working mother is that only a woman is expected to balance both work, work and parenthood mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we don't expect or even think of it you know to have the man do the same thing mm-hmm. and yeah. i i really hate that because that's where the guilt comes from mm-hmm. that's where the yeah. i'm sorry comes from you know so i just had to get it out <laughs> Because in fact, this is where you know men have to step up and be like equal allies, and you know, try even they have to think of it like that. I'm sure it's emotionally difficult for them as well yeah. to sacrifice family mm-hmm. life for work just because not you know just that that's expected out of them in the society. Right. So it's true, yeah. and I think you know as as we like come to a close, I feel like you know the the word feminist mm-hmm. is so demonized. Yeah, I feel like it's like. I myself sometimes get scared to like say that I'm a feminist because I feel like the moment people I say it, like people are gonna stop talking to me. So you know, like the three of us, we are feminists, mm-hmm. feminists. and not feminazis as yeah. people call ourselves. So what, like as a feminist, right? What is something you want to put out there as we close? Yeah. You know, like I, like as a few. feminist, there's like a lot, like as Meeti said. stigma around this word men think that we hate <laughs> men feminists hate men but we don't we love men so like the point is that feminism literally stands for equality and maybe you know with the ages it's been uplifting women but it's about uplifting women to the same standard as men and not above them mm-hmm. so there's no way that we want to you know get more rights than you and we want to you know surpass you in any way because we know how it feels we want to be at the same level and many of you may think that women are equal but like just do a google search <laughs> we are not equal in every aspect there are a million things that are still wrong with this world and that is why there is a there are a million reasons why we need feminism today so there is no shame in admitting that you are a feminist so and i hate this response like when i say that i'm a feminist and somebody will say i'm not a feminist I'm an equalist. I'm like, dude, that's the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. how can you say that feminism is not equality? Sure, mm-hmm. there may be women, there may be people who do, you know, use feminism in different ways, mm-hmm. and maybe have made some instances to, you know, make this word, you know, demonize the word. But mm-hmm. you cannot, like, you know, attribute that to the entire movement that has lasted for centuries. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think a really good an- analogy that I read a few. ago on the internet uh is like for example a, another diff- another community that uh, often really uh, re- requires uplifting and help from uh in their protests and their rights recently has been black lives right and uh there is another counter argument why, why do you do black lives matter uh, while you should do all lives matter but then there is a really good analogy for black lives matter that you can also put with uh, feminism is in a in a neighborhood when a house is burning down do you say we need a fire uh, we need a fire truck for all the houses or do you need a fire truck for that very specific house that specific house is the one that needs help which is why the terminology has been put so that that specific house gets awareness we won't say that the colony of st carter street needs help no we need, we need the specific building to get help and it's funny cuz all lives only matter when people say black lives matter mm. like 
earlier nobody was saying all lives matter but when people started saying black lives matter their counter argument was that no black not only black lives matter all lives matter mm-hmm. what happened when black lives didn't matter okay. yeah um utkarsh you can like you know mm. add on to this but i feel like my experience with men and i have had really bad ones and good ones as well mm. but as, uh, is, is that we only talk about men's right and you know men's equality mm. is when we talk about feminism mm. yeah. what happens when you know like when you you know when you would look down upon for cooking where mm. who were the men standing with you not my father mm. exactly so where does the men's right come there exactly. mm. in feminism we also stand and we do not like toxic yeah. masculinity as well yeah. and we also want to stand for those men who want to be more feminine but are looked down upon want so, to you know adapt to the more feminine quality
from this. Like, you don't have to agree to everything that we said. Like, it's fine. But we just hope that there was some part of this podcast that made you think of not just your mom or your sister, but just someone or even just yourself, you know? And um, anyone else want to, you know, say any words before? Yeah, we would just like to say that I had a great conversation with you guys and it was really fruitful. And it was like really like good thinking about whatever we said. Like I am going into uh, epiphany now and I'm going to keep on thinking about this. So yeah, good talking. All right. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, view audiences don't forget to add our podcast to your playlist be on the lookout for ev- for episodes every other saturday and check out the jaguar times for more content from the media club this has been the women's history month episode of the jaguar times podcast and from all four of us i would like to say a very very good bye thank you everyone bye 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 bye, bye. 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 bye.